0: Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you. With us this half hour, this is our time that we get to spend with great professionals in and around the area. Lisa Guard with us today. The bestworkwithus.com is the website. Specialized Staffing is the company and we're going to be talking about a couple of things today. So, feel free and listen to us on the radio. Of course, you have Alexa powered devices. You have all those apps that you can put on your mobile devices. You can do it that way. You can also listen to this as the podcast of the day. After we're done, we're going to, of course, put it online like we always do. And you go to our website. Go to, uh, I was going to say promotions. You could if you wanted, but you want to go to programs. You want to go Let's Talk, and then you look for specialized staffing. All right, Lisa Gard on the phone with me today. Hello, Lisa.
1: Good morning.
0: How are you doing today?
1: Doing great. How are you, Tracy?
0: Good. Now, this is kind of our end of the year, so I know we're going to get into a review. Do we really want right. to get into a review? <laughs> I mean, I, I, <laughs> I joke that you have been such an important voice out there, and I'm so glad you've been out there. Um, I'm ready, right? I'm ready to get this done.
1: Oh, yes. I'm ready to say goodbye to 2020. I'm looking forward to 2021.
0: Like no other year, I believe we are all looking forward to 2021. I'll tell you absolutely. What. But so let let let's do talk about you know kind of what we saw as we went throughout the year because that'll lead us into where do we go in the future. So you know talk however you'd like to in in kind of that recap.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, so you know if we look back at this at this year, and we we look at at what happened this past year, you know we all started. 2020 kind of copacetic, you know, January, February. But then in March, all of a sudden, we were told we had to stay home. Never before did we ever see anything like that. Everybody had to stay home. So, you know, March, April, things were just unlike anything we've ever seen. People were learning how to work from home. Companies were learning how to employ people from home. Managers were learning how to lead remote teams you know we were all getting used to new technology so those are the types of things that you know i recall when i i look back at march and and april and then as things opened up i think just you know talking from a employment you know and labor pool standpoint we saw we saw people being concerned about working. We saw people not necessarily wanting to go back to work when things opened back up. And you know, three things came to the surface as being the you know the most common reasons. A was the fear of covid, uh B having kids at home and you know remote learning and then lastly we ha- we saw the extra unemployment Actually, making it so that a lot of people were actually making more to stay at home than they would have made by returning to work. So, you know, through the the second and and you know possibly part of the third quarter, we saw those sorts of things. But now, you know, with the exception of with the exception of hospitality, I mean, we we need to support our restaurants. Oh my gosh, um, but but for now, we're seeing more of an uptick, at least, you know, we are in terms of our business clients, you know, manufacturing, some service businesses, um, we're starting to see things kind of begin to rebound. But, and again, I digress, you know, our, our hospitality um, industry is just struggling. And with these latest shutdowns, you know, restaurants and, um, you know, those types of places are really, really struggling and we should support them. Um, but unemployment is still high, and but we're still finding it hard to
0: fill positions. Well, and Lisa, I want to I want to get into that point if you don't mind in, in yeah. just a second. I, I just want to make a comment on on the things that you just said. I think the strange thing about where we are right now is, is, when we get to an end of the year, we do kind of a review. You look back on things and think, "Wow, that was so long ago." Uh, February was so yeah. long ago, and just so, it sounds and feels like everything that you're saying. Is still in existence you know I think that's part of our mm-hmm. our tiresome that you know our, our weariness because typically we'd look back on what you're saying and go oh I know that was like eight months ago and it just feels like mm-hmm. what we're going through is still what we're going through and it, it, it's amazing and that it's been is. almost a year later right absolutely yeah so, so as we're going um, it talking about unemployment um, I know that's what you mentioned so let's get into that next because I say why is it still high but you just went through all those different reasons and and if things haven't shifted quite yet then I can see why the the unemployment is still high. So are people still not going back to work because of fear of covid kids and and the extra unemployment issues?
1: Well, the extra unemployment isn't so much an issue anymore, but honestly the, you know, the fear of covid is up there, but even more so is the fact that we've got kids at home and you know, they remote learning, and what do you do? You, you have to, you know, they're, they're, you don't have much of a choice. So these are still very real issues. And, of course, you know, you know and I know that the, the new stimulus package is on the horizon. And, you know, there are some things in there with regard to child care assistance, and we certainly don't have all the details yet. But, you know, hopefully there's some relief on the horizon there. But those are still very real concerns. Um, that we're you know hearing from from candidates, but I think it's I think it's important to take a look back at like right now what we're seeing in terms of being able to keep the employees you have because right now, like we're talking about, Unemployment is high, but yet it's still very challenging to find good employees to fill open positions. So companies are needing to make sure they're doing everything they can to attract good employees, but also to keep the employees they have. And I think it's really interesting because I just recently attended, just a a day or two ago, attended a, a professional um, event that was kind of a state of the industry um, meeting, you know, nationwide, and we 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 had some statistics that we looked out. and we found that, interestingly enough, people are leaving positions for a number of reasons, but they the the biggest reason people will leave a position right now and I'm talking of you know my I preface this by saying what can employers do to keep the employees they have what do you think the most the number one reason is that people have left their are leaving their positions now
0: see I would go with the the kid issue but again I have kids so that's my my life right now so Mm. I'm not sure if that's the number one but but I would say the kids
1: Yeah. No, it's actually feeling burned out and overworked.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And isn't that interesting? Because one of the things I hear from people who work remotely is that, and and you and I talked about this, one of the benefits of working remotely is that flexibility. But one of the kind of pitfalls of working remotely is that if you're like me and like you, you never stop. Yes, that is true. So if you're working remotely, that can be a problem. But also a lot of people are back to work right now. And a lot of companies have downsized. And so we're all making do with less people. Unemployment's high, so there are less people working right now. So the people who are working are feeling burned out and overworked. So there's, there's one reason. The number two reason we found is poor growth potential. So that's still... Something that employers need to pay attention to is what they're offering. Third, compensation and benefits. Benefits is really important. That always surfaces as a top reason for people leaving jobs and for people accepting jobs. Benefits, more than ever, are very, very important. And then so one of the reasons, one of the biggest reasons people leave their positions, I'm sure you can guess this, Tracy,
0: why they leave all together?
1: Yeah. See, I, I was going to say, gonna say money, but reasons. well, see,
0: I would say money, but you, you've told me before that money isn't always that that key.
1: Yeah. Well, compensation and benefits was the number three reason. Yeah. So that, that's up there. Um, being burned out, feeling burned out, overworked was number one. Poor growth potential. You know, not seeing any opportunity to to grow. Uh, to, you know, in your career with the company, that was number two. Compensation and benefits is number three. Supervisor, immediate manager, issues with, you know, being able to work with immediate supervisor, that's, that's a top reason. Um, another top reason, just offered a better fit elsewhere. You know, opportunities coming up that they might not even be looking, but opportunities present themselves elsewhere. So that was the fifth reason. The sixth reason was cultural fit. We've talked about that this past year. You know, trying to maintain your mm-hmm. company's culture, and I think you know a lot of companies when they're when they're looking to fill positions, a lot of companies still just They write a job description and they put it out there on, you know, social media and job posting sites and, you know, on the radio and in in the paper and, you know, they they advertise it. But a lot of companies are missing the boat in terms of communicating what a great culture they have. And I think that's very important if you're looking to fill positions. You need to be – you need to be – Discussion or, or talking about your culture, your company's culture, in the advertisement of the position, as well as making sure that it's out there on social media and your website.
0: Is that some? Um, is that a question that the potential employees fail to ask too much about? Or I know you and I've talked about it a, a lot, so I know I'm sure that you're guiding people to ask that question. But do you think that people um, forget to ask about the culture?
1: We do guide people to ask that question, and I, I think more so now, especially with the younger generations, this is more important. So I think we're seeing more people ask about that, or at least we're seeing more people do their research, because, again, technology has changed the way we look for and interview for positions. So we're, we at, we as candidates are busy researching companies. We're going on their website. We're looking at what the company does we're looking at their purpose we're looking at what they do to give back to the community we're looking at the things they do as a team but then too we're looking at social media and things like that so i think cultural fit is definitely up there in terms of you know what's important that candidates are considering so companies need to make sure they're putting their best foot forward that way
0: Let's talk a little bit about um, bringing people back into the office, because I'm curious on, one, when will you see that shift back to what we were doing, or do we not go necessarily back to what we were doing? Does that change a little bit? And how does all of that look as as we are going to have to bring people back into buildings at, at some point?
1: Right. Well, a lot, of, a lot of businesses have brought people back already. And so... Some businesses actually never stopped going to the office. Essential businesses, including some manufacturers, they all continued to go to work. In fact, I've talked to a lot of contacts and companies where they continued to work on-site, and maybe a few people who could have been considered high-risk for different reasons requested to be able to work remotely, and if it was possible, they did some positions, a lot of positions, it's just not possible. So there were quite a few businesses that never went remote. We spent a lot of time talking about it because it was something new, but we can't forget about, you know, those companies and those people who just continue to work as normal, well, normal, with, you know, social distancing and sanitizing and staggered shifts and those sorts of things. And those are the things we're going to continue to companies do as they continue to bring people back to work there are still a lot of companies who are fully remote and then tend to stay fully remote until that vaccine is out to everybody but you know I there are companies that that are going to stay remote period it's a cost saving so we're just seeing things all across the board just totally different
0: and I'm going to go back to a point that we are making at the beginning of our show and, and just kind of that recap Typically, when we get into a new year, it feels like a fresh start, and and whatever direction we want to take, you know, it's a, it's an option in front of <laughs> us, and it still could be. I'm not saying that it can't be. I'm just saying that it doesn't feel like we're we're starting the year in that momentum that the shift is already taking place. It feels like we're still kind of uh, stuck in the in that in between mode. What what's your thought on that? Well,
1: especially because we still have, uh, you know, a, a statewide shutdown of with certain businesses. I mean, yes, absolutely. Wouldn't it be great if, you know, you could like flick a switch and if 2020 was over, right. 2021 was a fresh new start, yes. you're right, it really isn't. But, you know, Tracy, Tracy, there is something we all can do at midnight on December 31st, 2020, and that is maybe just do the best we can to change our perspective and to change our attitude because I know I catch myself and I find a lot of people looking back at 2020 being such a we were joking about this earlier being such a dumpster fire and we're so focused on that that I think a lot of us maybe are failing to be able to find the positives and and to even you know, have that positive outlook for 2021. No, it's not going to be a light switch. And quite frankly, I see probably things continuing the way they are right now for a few months into 2021. I mean, things are never going to be the same, but I do see things. I hear people talking in terms of my contacts and businesses talking about next year being a better year business-wise. And I think we can shift our perspective and our attitude to, to be prepared for that, you know?
0: How does shifting your attitude affect the workplace? When you talk about a culture like you did a couple of minutes ago, um, how does it mm-hmm. affect the culture? Can can a whole entire group's worth of attitudes bring a, a culture down a bit? I mean, it sounds it's so important to switch the attitude.
1: Yes, absolutely. And you know what? To your point right now, one single attitude can bring a team down or can lift a team up. So I think it's very important. And if you have everybody's attitude transforming or shifting from either positive to negative or negative to positive, I think you'll see the entire culture shift. Does it, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. It does. Lisa... I mean,
1: think about what one
0: attitude right. can do. Right. Lisa. So
1: if everybody's attitudes change, you know, just imagine. So I really think that is going to be so important that we just leave this behind and I think before we leave it behind though I think it's important to look back and find a few nuggets because if I if I try I can I can find some good things that came out of this year and I think a lot of people can I mean there was a lot of bad that came out of this year but there was also some good and I think it's important for us to find that
0: and it's interesting that you say that I I recall a couple of conversations where it's like we seem to feel like we have to preface what we found as good with a caveat of we'd wish this on nobody because nobody wants to have a pandemic. I mean, and we don't nope. wish it on anyone. You know, I I'd prefer not to have it. I'm sure most everybody does, too. Now, at the same time, as you're saying, you can find nuggets of, of good in it and and there are good aspects of, of what we've had to go through that will probably continue forward in the workplace like like virtual visits or you know telehealth maybe good for people or working remotely might be an option which maybe that wouldn't have been kicked off this year had we not had to live the way we did sure so, just sure. but, yeah. And
1: I know just the, in terms of my own company, one of the things, and we talked about this before, one of the things we started to do because we were working remotely was to meet every other week. Every other Thursday, we would have a, a, a hiking meeting, and we would meet at Alameda Park, and we would hike the trails, and we would have a meeting while we were hiking, and it was productive, and, you know, we took notes And we followed through on the things we discussed while we were doing that. And it was such a healthy, refreshing way to, you know, get the creative juices flowing. So that was one good thing company-wise that came out of this year that we all agree in my company that we want to continue to do. Even if we were all to come back to the office on Thursdays, we're probably going to go for a walk and have a meeting. Right, right,
0: right. Lisa Gard with us. Uh, specialized staffing and industry recruiters the bestworkwithus.com is the website let me ask you one more question concerning COVID and then uh, we'll kind of get your thoughts on what we expect as we move forward but let's talk about vaccinations for a moment and and what are employers required to do do they require people to get tested can they do that can they do they have to um, have an option when it comes to vaccinations I mean what's the thought on that
1: well, it is my understanding, and the last time I looked, it is my understanding that employers can require employees to have a vaccination. Just like we have some employers who, because employees have um, contact with you know patients, especially in healthcare, when you think about that, um, that. It, 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 they're already requiring like a TB test or a flu shot, you know, so they can, but I but I think it's very, very important, and I can't say, stress this enough, to make sure you're looking into the logistics and the legalities surrounding that requirement. I am not saying that every company can do that, but if you are thinking about it, I believe it's possible, but you definitely want to consult with you know your 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 legal um your your legal counsel as far as what is required of you as an employer if you're requiring a vaccine now um i do know that and and i checked this out just yesterday on the pennsylvania um, resource site that you can and you can um, require employees to provide a proof of a negative COVID test if you you know if you, you you can you know make sure that people don't have covid you can do that but you know i'm not an, i'm not a legal expert and i highly recommend people visit the the pennsylvania um, the state site and that's uh, the, the the website is you, it's www.uc.pa.gov and that is actually the um State—it's actually the unemployment um, compensation bureau of the state—but they have a very good COVID-19 resource on that site. So I would highly recommend any employer looking at that and checking that out before they, you know, make anything mandatory.
0: Yeah. Lisa, let's talk about what we expect moving forward since we're talking about getting into a new year, right? And and hopefully yeah. it'll be better. Um, so what, what are you looking at through your crystal ball, if you had one? Sure.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, you know, my crystal ball, especially because I'm in staffing, I look back at, and this was an industry, uh, this was something we discussed in the uh, industry-wide meeting this past week, and that is the, the biggest spikes in temporary staffing have come directly after a huge downturn, economic downturn. In 2002 to 2003, right after 9-11, we saw a huge spike in temporary projects. And then in 2009, after the recession in 2008. And this is because companies have, we talked about this, companies have laid people off and now they're making do with a very minimal amount of staff. Well, now as companies are starting to get busier, they have a need for functions to be performed, but they may not have the headcount or they just may not have the confidence. Or you know they don't have a crystal ball, so they don't know how the sustainability is going to look moving forward. So a lot of companies will bring in temporary staff as they're rebounding. So I see that happening next year, and I'm already talking to a lot of companies who are planning to do that. They're going to augment their staff using temporary help. But as business continues to sustain, which we expect it will, then they expect to be able to hire those people permanently. So I do look forward to seeing an upturn in the temporary staffing end of, you know, this industry. But then, too, one of the things I would say to employers out there is, I, we're, and, and employees, I think we're going to continue to see things change rapidly. I mean, you, you, you just look at, you know, what's been happening, and every day it's completely Something different so I think we need to be as flexible as possible we need to continue as employers to be as flexible as possible to be transparent as possible with our employees and I think you know candidates and employees everybody individuals we just need to try to maintain as much flexibility as we can
0: now when you say things will change do you think the whole industry will change quickly At the same time, and and I ask that because I am thinking of those people with kids or those people who can't automatically make a change tomorrow, you know, so if the industry shifts, do you think that the employees will shift along with it?
1: I think the employees, well, again, you know, we're looking at this new stimulus package, and if there's some assistance in there, you know, that can help, that may have an effect. But, you know, people can only be as flexible as they can be. And same with companies. I mean, when you think about it, a company, uh, a business can only be as flexible as it can be. A manufacturing company that's essential n- may be able to be flexible enough to allow certain positions to work remotely, but you know, other positions cannot. So I think we just need to be open-minded and creative in thinking of ways that we can be as flexible as possible. But I think, you know, I I, I think we're already headed in that direction. I mean, people are being flexible, people are being creative, and so are companies.
0: What are the, can we say, hot industries out there right now? Um, Again, we're in that time period where we're just trying to get to the new year and, and start this new year, but is there an industry or two that you see as being very active right now?
1: Well, we're certainly seeing healthcare being very, very active right now in anything related to healthcare. But also, we're seeing manufacturing. Um, you know, certain, especially certain segments of manufacturing are, you know, are being um, uh, particularly strong. Anything having to do with COVID-related products. I mean, we've got we've got customers that were manufacturing widgets that are manufacturing masks now. And you know, you can imagine their spike in business, paper products, water, bottled water. I mean, there are just certain things that you probably don't think of or would take for granted. And two certain service industries, so I think all industries are going to see uh, a rebound, but there are just certain, and we were talking about this the other day, there were some really, really big winners in terms of business and some really, really big losers. This year, And most of us fell kind of in the middle, but, you know, and, and again, and I, this is how I'll close. I can't stress enough that our small local businesses, especially restaurants are just struggling so much. And, it, you know, we just have to, as, you know, as, as business owners and as individuals support those businesses as much as we can.
0: And, of course, there are plenty of ways that we have on our website that you can think about, you know, especially with takeout and and whatnot. But um, as we do close, I'll I'll get your final thoughts because we kind of started talking about the the year retrospectively and then, of course, looking forward to the new year. So as we do close out our time together in the last minute or so, what would you like to leave with us? Is it the message of hope? (laughs) Do do, do we, you know, (laughs) carry that banner that this is going to change?
1: Oh yes, absolutely. I, again, I digress. I think the most important thing we can do moving forward is to shift our attitudes. If we're still focused on what a mess 2020 was, we we have about a week, you know, a week and a half, to to look back, to find those nuggets, and to decide. That we're going to look at 2021 with a positive attitude and that's a decision that's a decision you make you can wake up in the morning and you can decide your day is gonna suck or you can decide you're gonna have a great day and whichever you decide is what's gonna happen
0: let's get your contact information before we go
1: Sure you can reach us at thebestworkwithus.com that's our website and on that site you can see a list of current opportunities you can learn about what we do the types of positions we specialize in you can meet the people on our team uh, you can also call us at 724-287-8380
0: lisa Guard, specialized staffing of course thebestworkwithus.com is the website thank you so much always your, your perspective is so valued But thank you very much for kind of giving us that retrospective view of the year, and Happy New Year to you, and we'll talk to you again here real soon. You too, Tracy. Be well. Thank you, and you too. And, folks, thank you very much for joining us. This is going to be on our website. You can listen to it in its entirety. It's WISR680.com. Pick programs, Let's Talk, and then look for specialized staffing. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk.